Hey, welcome to You Know the Drill with Sam and Rutz. Hey, and, and today we're continuing our October celebrations. The, the Halloween, over, damn it. whatever, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So we're 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 telling our we're telling our stories, and um, well, today it's my turn. I have That's a story right. to tell, believe it or not. I, I actually, I'm actually, time. <laughs> I'm actually coming through with my promise. I don't, I can't remember if the last time we recorded, if I said that it was a maybe or if it was a definite, but I did. Uh, get, I th- yeah. I think you did. It, you teased it, but uh, you were waiting for confirmation. If yeah. I correctly. So I got confirmation. I spoke to my friend uh, who I'm going to refer to as Jimmy Oso. Uh, <laughs> sounds, sounds very mobster like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh so he to- he retold me the story. He told me this story a while ago. So he gave it to me in more detail. And I'm going to do my best to recreate it. I also know that he wants to listen to this. So this this one's for you, Jimmy Oso. I hope I don't... Uh, yeah, I, now, now, you, now you can't butcher it that badly. I know, I know. I, I hope I don't... Uh, I, don't know, I don't know what we're rating this episode, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, believe me, I'm fine with putting explicit on this one. All right, cool. I hope I don't fuck it up. Um, there you go. <laughs> okay so the story is about someone named pliny allen i think i'm pronouncing that right and um yeah yeah so according to uh according to jimmy oso this was a relative he i don't think he knows exactly what relative this was like i think a great uncle or something um okay i i guess like his grandfather and uh, like great aunt's uncle i i don't know something like that I think it was the, his grandfather's uncle, let's just say. And again, I, I could be wrong on that, but I, even he, I don't think even he is certain. So what happened was uh, this, this guy, Pliny Allen, went out one night, um, I think it was night, where, uh, you know, it was cold, so they didn't have, you know, he needed to chop some wood. So he went to chop some wood, and, um, oh, before I get into this, by the way, this is a very gruesome story, and it's yeah, allegedly a real story. I, yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'm waiting for that disclaimer. I'm like, I'm not yeah, let me it. let him do it. Let me do that. Let me do that first. So if if you're squeamish at all, if you're if unless you unless you're prepared to getting really creeped out, because he told me this story, and I remember like by the end of it, I was like, I don't even think I want to tell this anymore. This is really disturbing. But this is you're getting the full. The, the, the full spooky Halloween thing right here. <laughs> Viewer discretion is definitely advised. Definitely advised. Okay, so he goes to chop some wood. Now, he swings back, and I guess there, there was a clothesline that was tied up very taut, and he didn't see it because it was at night. So when he reeled back to, you know, get his, to chop the wood, his axe got caught and sprung back and went into his head. So it was described as a clean slice down the middle. And Ooh. so, you know, this is like, you know, I, I guess out in the woods and, and, you know, in the olden times, I don't know exactly when this took place, but it was the olden times. So like the nearest hospital was, I think, three hours away. So, I mean, just imagine like having to deal with that. So they go, so they oh, take him. Uh, yeah, I'm imagining just like, oh, just like the, the wounded his face, just all like open and pulse. I know, I know. So it's like, so he goes, so they take him to the hospital. They're able to, you know, remove the axe, staple him up and, and 
you know, I, for, I guess, fortunately, there was no infection or anything. It was just a clean slice. So he was, you know, he had typical symptoms, sort of like, you know, uh, affected motor skills and um, I think some slurred speech, things like that. You know, like there were some some issues, but overall, he was more or less okay for a while. But he would have like these fits. He would have like these sort of like times where he would not be himself. And like it, it would, you know, like for a while it was like, okay, it was manageable. He would just go through like, I guess almost like extreme mood swings okay. where he would, you know, have to like excuse himself. He could kind of feel it coming on and um, he would start becoming irritable. I think Jimmy also may have said something that would happen that he knew it was coming. And I'm not exactly sure. I remember what that was that triggered it, but there was some kind of, I, I think there was a sign that he was like, oh, yeah, this is were, starting to happen. There, there were enough like visible tells where... You maybe or maybe he yeah or you know like uh i think he got a certain way um but uh you know i actually i'm on facebook so i'm kind of uh, i could even like ask him right now um uh you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna do that really quickly hold on i'm just gonna uh and we'll see if he gets back to me if he does if not um god what a nerd being on facebook i know i know hold on one second so again, at first it was fairly manageable. He would like basically apologize to people like, hey, listen, uh, I'm about to become an asshole. And, uh, you know, just know I like I kind of can't control it. It's like, you know, I, I had this accident or whatever. And like it just, you know, he knew it was happening. So he would be like really like angry and just really like basically horrible to people. But he had to excuse himself because like he had this injury that affected his brain. So it started becoming more, it started getting worse. It started becoming violent. So he knew he had to start like locking himself in the bathroom whenever it would cut, whenever it would come up, you have to start like locking himself in the bathroom and, um, oh, he's getting back to me. Hang on one second. <laughs> this is, this is my style of telling stories. You see, Rutz, you get all your things organized and ready to go. You've got like thousands of documents pulled up and like, you may, you may reference an article, but me, I'm like, hold on. I got to message somebody and ask this one tiny detail that probably doesn't matter a huge amount. But uh, I mean, that's just the way I am. But um, yeah, so he'd have to start locking himself in the bathroom for like a while. And they, and I think they would, I believe they would get longer and more frequent. And it was becoming such a problem that it was just like, you know, like it was tiresome, you know, like for him and for his family, I guess, like it was, it was a real, oh, okay. He said he would just start acting, acting peculiar out of character. He could definitely sense the ahead of time and would warn the family. Okay. So, so to equate it to something that maybe people recognize a little bit more, almost like a multiple personality, severe bipolarism kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, uh, Jimmy Oso and I, when he was telling me the story, we had a long conversation about this and like the nature of what you know like what makes us human or like mm -hmm. what makes us who we are and that's you know that's something we can maybe revisit in the second half possibly if there's you know depending on where this goes but anyway it got more frequent and more intense to where like he would be locking himself in the bathroom and and you know uh it, it was very difficult to deal with so then at one point you know one of the fits came up and he's locked himself and maybe he locked himself in the, in the, I, I'm just going to say he locked himself. I think it was, it, he originally locked himself in the bedroom and then in the bathroom or like, or maybe uh, a shed. I'm not sure, but I do think that the last time it was in the bathroom. But anyway, so he locks himself in the bathroom. I'm just going to say, maybe I'm taking creative liberties here. Sorry, Jimmy Oso. Uh, 
So he locks himself in the bathroom. And of course, they, you know, they hear the sounds and everything. But then it's, it's, it's over a lot quicker than they expected. So they, they wait, like, I think 15 minutes to, you know, make sure he's settled down. And then, you know, they, they go upstairs and they go and they break in to see what's going on. And they find him, I think, doubled over, I believe, blood everywhere in the bathtub. And he had pulled his own heart out. Now, that is, that's basically the story. Now, there's a few other things to, to say about this. So it's funny because now the, the reason, the way Jimmy Oso heard about this story is because one time he was at his grandfather's house and I think like an uncle or an aunt or some relative uh, was there too. And like his grandfather freaked out because there was a clothesline and he said, what are you doing? I don't like those, like get that out of here. And Jimmy Oso was like kind of confused and, and, and then he, cause he saw like the uncle or the aunt or whoever, like, and then like a, a spouse or so, another person, like they were kind of like freaking out about it. They're like, yeah, you know, he doesn't like that. What is that doing up there? And so he asked what's going on. And I, I think maybe he asked, he, I, I think he asked his grandfather and then his, uh, or, or maybe the, the uncle or aunt or whatever. But, uh, and so that's when he heard the story. So this is another thing that he said he's told me is that he says that his grandfather is a known is known for spinning yarns. He's known for telling stories that are not entirely true. And so he, and so knowing this, like he would, he kind of didn't really think that it was necessarily a real story. So he, he kind of had some doubts, but then um, I think he was at his grandfather's funeral or something. And, and that was something that came up. Like they were all t like people, like family members were talking about, Oh, like that was, you know, yeah. Like that, you know, like, there was a conversation about how he would always be telling these tall tales or whatever. And his uh, grandfather's sister, who was older, like that's when he was, you know, he, he was talking to her and he said, oh, yeah. And then he brought up that story and she got really serious. And she said that wasn't, you know, that wasn't that was a real story that really happened. And I guess they would have been like young at the time. Like they that was a relative that like they lived like I don't know if they lived with, but they were contemporary. Like they knew that relative. They probably may have even been there at the time it happened. So that's what's really interesting about it is that like, you know, there was there was some confirmation from his uh great aunt. I think that's what you would call her. Um that Yeah, because I'm having a I'm having a little bit of trouble placing them in the timeline. It's it's a, yeah, it's a little confusing. I know that this is a story that his grandfather told him and then it's her sis uh, his sister, the grandfather's sister they were the ones who I think knew this this person. Got it. In the okay. story, that does sense. that make sense? Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, now, and another thing too. So he is so obviously this happened in the olden times, but uh, Jimmy Oso had like sort of this theory that he thinks what he thinks happened, and he doesn't know. They all think that you know, like he went mad and just like pulled his heart out because you know he didn't want to be a burden on the family anymore or something like it was suicidal. But he thinks that it's something called um, autonomous hand syndrome. Interesting. I've heard about this, but I'm not too familiar with it. Yeah. And apparently he said like there, he, we were talking about this and there are a number of like head injuries that were, that are well like documented around that time. Um, like there was someone who got a pole through their head and survived. And like, there's someone who had a brain tumor who was like a really, you know, this guy who was a who got this brain tumor and was like a really nice, docile guy. But then, when the brain tumor affected his brain in such a way that he became a serial killer, 
And then he had it, you know, like he was in prison, but then they found the tumor and they, you know, they were able to remove the tumor and release him on the grounds of that he was not of sound mind or whatever. And then he was perfectly docile and nice again and a decent person. But then he he killed someone again because the tumor grew back. So like things like that. So yeah, so he described it. He was saying that he thinks that this was uh, autonomous hand syndrome or alien hand syndrome, which is something here. I can. He sent me a description. Uh, alien, yeah, hand, <laughs> alien hand syndrome is best documented in case in cases where a person has had the two hemispheres of their brain surgically separated. Uh, a procedure sometimes used to relieve the symptoms of extreme cases of epilepsy and epileptic psychosis, e.g., temporal lobe epilepsy. It also occurs in some cases after brain surgery, stroke, infection, tumor, aneurysm, migraine, and specific degenerative brain conditions such as Alzheimer's disease, uh, corticobasal degeneration, and oh boy, this is a Creutzfeldt-Jacob disease. Oh, and I'm seeing like citation needed all over this, but whatever, that's the nature of Wikipedia. So take this with a grain of salt. This is not, this, this information has not been confirmed by... So, but it sounds right. Uh, other areas of the brain that are associated with alien hand syndrome are the frontal, occipital, and parietal lobes. Now, as you know, and and as you may remember, it was a clean slice in the middle, which means it would have separated both halves of the brain. So basically, what that means is that you you know you lose control over parts of your body. So it kind of like, and he described this as like in um, uh, Evil Dead Two, where Ash Ash's hand be, you know starts acting against his, you know, he no longer has control over it. So, like, this right. is something, yeah, yeah, yeah. because, you know, something that uh, they, you know, Jimmy also brought this up, and I don't remember in what the context was. I think somebody, you know, trying to call bullshit on the story said that, oh, there's no way he would have been able to do that because the, the amount of pain you would have gone through to crack through the, the, the chest cavity, you would have passed out from the pain before you would have been able to do that. But again, he, you know, this is why he comes up with this theory. And it was never, obviously, again, before old, it was olden times. So probably, probably before they'd even known what this, you know, what this was. So it was like, okay, so this is why it's it's sort of his theory and not like an official documented thing. But like, right. because he was not acting of sound mind and like, you know, that's that's why he thinks he was able to, you know, he didn't realize it was happening, I guess, or something like he the. If that makes sense. So, yeah, in in terms of that argument, um, I I have a quick theory. Maybe it's because, you know, since especially since, you know, the axe attack, right, was a clean strike right through the head, right? Yeah. Um, And it's just before he started having his episodes, you know, he was already, like, losing control of some of his basic motor functions and other things, right? Yeah. That 100% had to affect any kind of chemical imbalance hormone levels, anything like that, right? So yeah. my th- my thinking is he went into that mode, right? And it probably, the brain most likely, like, basically tried to overdose itself with, I wanted to say cortisol, but that's not what it is. Um, hmm. the, like, the numbing drug, like, you would, you know, that... That oh. chemical you get within your fight or flight mode, you know, adrenaline. Yeah, he, he, he most likely have, that's what I'm thinking. He may have he actually just, brought that up, and I may have forgotten that. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure, but um, yeah, and maybe not. I don't know. But he said something. He kind of had, I think he had a better explanation for why he was able to do that beyond that. But like, you know, it, it's it's interesting. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that covers the broad strokes as you, I mean, you're the, 
you're the king of broad strokes, so I know you're. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that kind of covers the broad strokes of it, and um, you know, I I I'm pretty sure I at least you know I may I may have missed a few of the more you know interesting details perhaps, but uh, you know that's that's the basis of the story. It's pretty creepy, and like like I said before, we started talking a lot about the nature of what makes us who we are, and it's like. It, I think one of the most horrifying things about that, and especially about like some of the other stories, like the uh, the guy who became a serial killer, is that like you can be. I think the true horror about this story is you can be like who you are, and then just in a split instant, something can happen that could not kill you, but just turn you into something completely different from what you used to be. And it you know it kind of you know brings up this debate, this sort of idea of like what makes us who we really are. And, you know, it's like what this, this idea of, of the concept of self and ego. And it's like, who, who, what, and who are we really, you know, it's like, what is our true nature? Well, especially also because it's like, you know, how long have we been familiar with not like at least somewhat familiar with how the brain works. Right. Yeah. Just in science, you know, we are so far gone of, like we could understand, you know, the broad strokes of how the uh, the brain works, but its finer details is still such a massive enigma, and it will always will be right. So once you have like any kind of affliction to the brain, it's insane what it can do to either cope or what it'll cause you to do as a result. Like, uh, it's, yeah. it's insane. It's absolutely insane. I know. Uh, the reason, like, I had equated this to, like, multiple multiple personalities and whatnot because um, I have a friend who I don't know what exactly is, like, you know, what's wrong in their brain, right, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But um, they have multiple personality disorder and um, schizophrenia and a few other different things. And mm-hmm. so um, they've always been an insanely, like, interesting I want to say test case, but that sounds mean. Um, mm-hmm. An interesting person. Like, we actually were going to make a movie up, uh, like using him as a character. And, were or are? Uh, the script in limbo. The okay. script in limbo. It's um, in development hell. Yes, it's in, it's in development hell. And uh, <laughs> um, we actually were, like, testing, uh, you know, like, not doing huge like auditions, right? But we were just like auditioning certain people that we knew that were like had some acting skill that were like, oh, yeah, they could maybe play this role, right? Mm-hmm. And I made the brilliant, totally brilliant decision to because unlike you know a lot of people who have you know multiple personalities and whatnot, some of them sure. just come and go, right? Yeah, he uh, explained his triggers to me so I could communicate with each individual personality if I needed to, yeah. right? I, yeah, and, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. yeah. And so I I brought each of those, each of them on to essentially like assist in the acting process. And it got paused because one of the antagonists punched out the, uh, the, uh, the actor, but, <laughs> um, but like ever since that, like anything involving the brain is just, it's fantastic. Like, it, it's, it's not, it's fantastic, but also like, intrigues me it's an enigma and it's yeah it's just i, I don't well, I mean, get it it's like and i i think this is something that me and my friend were kind of in agreement with when when discussing like something we both kind of talked about is how you know if you want to get like 
I mean, we're already getting philosophical, but if you want to get spiritual, it's like, I think, you know, it, and it's tough for us to come to terms with this idea because we're, we're very attached to who we are as individuals. Like that's a, like this, this, this fingerprint, this very like sacred thing. But I mean, the truth is, is that like, it, it's very, um, it, it's very, there's a word for it. It's very, um, oh God, what's, what's that word when like some, like anything could happen? Yes. Well, God, there's a there's a perfect word for it. Um, it's inconsequential. No, I I wouldn't say that. Um, Well, either way, it's like it's like just you know, like like in an instant, you can lose everything that is you and become someone completely different. And I think when you look at it, it's like I think we we are so much more than I. You know, I think our the the our our bodies, our earthly forms are just like a vessel, a sensory machine to to allow us to explore this world. And like whether whatever is is in command of that is so much greater, the higher self you want to call it, that it's like basically the brain is like the machine that that allows that being to trans to to you know transmit here to be in control and be in this experience. And and if the brain gets damaged, it loses it loses communication and it, you yeah, know, it loses more, its sense of id and all that. And it becomes, you know, more instinctual and like the body takes over and, and, you know, whatever. Anyway, that's, that's a whole, that goes off into a whole other realm. So, so what you're saying is the brain is a, is a super, uh, um, super microchip. And that explains why everyone is an idiot right now. Cause there's a shortage of those microchips. <laughs> yeah, a robot would explain it like that. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I'm sitting there going, I'm like, how can I make a mic? How can I make a micro trip shortage joke? I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh lord. I mean, how could you? That was yeah, yeah, good, good one. No, um, no, that's horrible. So yeah, so I guess that's that's the story of Pliny Allen and uh, Jimmy Oso. I hope I I hope I did it justice. I hope I did it well. <laughs> did my best. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll, we'll be making this a little bit of a shorter episode and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully you're not scarred for life. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty gruesome story and, um, especially creepy because it's, it's you know, just a couple generations back from somebody I know. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's unsettling, but. Oh, it's definitely unsettling. Like, yeah. It's just anything involving the brain is just like, yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, so uh, I guess I guess it's time. Oh, yeah, I guess I should do an outro, huh? (laughs) Well, what about I mean, do you have anything to wreck? I've wrecked a plenty. You you is it my turn? Did I what did I? Yeah, I wrecked something. I wrecked Spirit Fairer, right? Yeah, you did. Um, ah, god, I wish I should have prepared one. Um, I mean, what we do in the shadows season three is out now. And, you know, that's a good, you know, that's, you know, vampires. That's a good, uh, I've been watching that. It's, it's been great. Um, as always. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah. You know, if you haven't seen what we do in the shadows, uh, you can see the movie and the show are both on Hulu. Um, and you can also, I think you can also find the show on, uh, sling TV, I believe. Probably. 
uh yeah it's it's on a couple things i think you know so it's definitely i you know if you haven't seen it yet i would check it out um i don't think you need to watch the movie first but it's good to see them you know i like them both they're they're independent of each other so you know add that to your halloween list nice will do all right well i hope y'all like this episode uh you know you know the drill at this point you know, uh, <laughs> well, you don't know that. I mean, listen, my friend Jimmy Oso will be listening for the first time. So why don't you tell Jimmy Oso how he can become involved in the... Uh, so, well, first, he can he can like and subscribe on his favorite po- uh, <laughs> po- podcast platform. Uh, he can leave a oh, rating Lord. of said episode <laughs> over on Apple Podcasts <laughs> if he's still interested. And if he wants to be a part of the community, he can join our Discord. The Discord link is in the, the show notes below. Oh man, what have I done? We we will actually be pulling a a Discord story for next week's episode. So stay tuned. What for for one of the few people who are in there because we still haven't had anybody join since November 2020. No, no, no. We had someone join last week. Who? I'm not not calling them out. It wasn't somebody who was already in the. It was. It was someone who was already in the. It was somebody who had a new. Username was already in it. And that's the Shut person up. who gave us the story, and it's also a mutual friend of ours. So. Shut up. <laughs> way, to, uh, way to call me out. All right, I'm ending this, I'm ending this episode. Goodbye, uh, everybody. <laughs> all right, see ya. Okay, so, hey, Brendan Sam here. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. You know, we're just here hanging out in the ad break with you. Uh, what, wait, why do you, why do you sound like you're about to give the drug talk to your kids? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. It's, that is, you yeah. don't do drugs. Instead, you do We're, we're concerned you, you concern with our, our listeners right now. You're, we know you're doing drugs, and drugs are bad. Don't do them. We're, we're oh god! Instead of doing drugs, you you you, know, you should just like, rate, and share. <laughs> that should be your addiction. <laughs> oh god! Uh, this, this went off the rails. I'm okay with it. That is so. That was so good, though. That is that should be it. <laughs> all right, all right. Make sure that yeah, needs... we'll, we'll catch. We'll be right back with the actual episode. <laughs>